chapter seven of copper top this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by kathleen copper top by harold gaze chapter seven the castle of the south wind the fact that the children were now so big helped them greatly on their journey but they had to walk as they were far too large and cumbersome to fly their gauze wings would never carry them really i am very grateful to mr a tom said coppertop what a wonderful little person he is yes it isn't always size that counts came a tiny voice from a cloud near by which she instantly recognized as belonging to mr a tom why i believe he's up here too she cried quite right my dear continued the small voice you see i'm pretty well everywhere so am i replied coppertop who had mistaken his meaning except in india of course i love india terrifically because i've been there and it's nearly always warm and sunny but people get so dried up i know mummy and daddy do that's why you call her mummy i suppose instead of mother interrupted mr a tom with the sound of a smile in his voice not at all replied coppertop i've always called her mummy but oh i'm always well in australia it's simply glorious the paddocks and the scrumptious little gardens full of flowers the birds i know all their names and the air smells so wonderful it feels just like music when you breathe it ah yes precisely said mr a tom it makes me want to cry when i think of it i believe i'm going to be homesick at this tibbs and kittiwee commenced to laugh you're both very horrid said coppertop and she pouted her lips and waited for them to say something nice but boys never will when you want them to come along was all the response she got from tibbs but kittiwee squeezed her hand so they continued their tramp to the castle of the south wind and now they found themselves walking on thick ice across a frozen ocean stepping over mountainous icebergs which shone and glittered like green diamonds in the soft sunlight it was the most exciting and amusing part of the whole trip so far and coppertop thoroughly enjoyed it what a fine story all this would make i think i'll try and write it some day she said as she was speaking a brilliant bluish light lit up the sky in front of them from the centre of this light rose slowly a widening circle of flame from which shot out jets of rainbow-coloured fire the beauty of this light took away the children's breath and they could only gaze in wonder and amazement at the sight slowly the light faded and where it had been they beheld a towering castle built of glistening blocks of ice come along let us see if the south wind is in cried tibbs but before the giant children had gone far towards the iceberg gateway a great voice like the sound of a hurricane cried who dares to enter my thawless castle and tread the icy cloisters of my hall who wakes me rudely from my slumber the children were too awed to speak and the mighty voice continued summer is at hand and she and i have quarrelled since the world began why do you waken me at such a time tis i who rule the wintry southern world holding it tight within my icy grasp 
i scatter with a lavish hand the jewels of frost i make the rosy cheeks of children glow and yet i can be cruel i can be cruel i wonder if he has finished the recitation these winds are so long-winded whispered tibbs to coppertop oh do be careful what you say he's annoyed already she said warningly pooh think i'm afraid of a puff of wind please be quiet pleaded his sister you know we've come to ask a favor just then an icy gust like a huge hand shot forth and touched tibbs on the hands and feet instantly he howled with pain and tried to warm his frost-bitten fingers by holding them in his mouth whilst he hopped first on one foot and then on the other i was only saying how do you do laughed the mighty voice of the south wind won't you shake hands but tibbs had had enough you have no manners continued the south wind although you are so big what has she of the sunset hair to say that's you cece said kiddiwee giving her a nudge oh we're very sorry you think us rude stammered coppertop colouring what is your name asked the south wind it's an augusta celia sinclair thank you don't thank me an augusta oh please don't call me an augusta i hate it cried coppertop quite forgetting to whom she was speaking softly softly chuckled the south wind in quite a gentle breeze mood if you get so hot you'll melt my palace why have you honoured me with this visit he asked he means what are we here for whispered tibbs to coppertop oh dear it's so hard to explain you see mummy and daddy are coming home from india to-day and it's the first of december how i hate that name grumbled the south wind to himself and and it should be a fine day but it isn't it's a horrid july day you are ungrateful reproved the south wind you have much to thank the dull july days for they soften the ground and supply it with moisture to feed the coming springtime crops yes but it shouldn't be july in december should it er well no perhaps not i know my winter days do stray at times oh please do call it back pleaded coppertop and tell us where to find the december day in its place very well i'll call back my july day consented the south wind but i can do no more i'll have nothing to do with december i loathe it oh but then there will be no day at all for them to arrive on and that will be worse than ever how awfully puzzling it all is cried coppertop End of chapter seven